3: This is the Comedy Album Book Club. Thanks for tuning in. Um, This is Matt. Uh, Jason, our regular host, isn't able to make it. Today we are covering Jim Gaffigan's Mr. Universe. So as always, we recommend you stop the podcast, listen to the album, come on back, and then we'll uh, talk about the show. And we are joined by Alicia Carrick, Liz Myers, Sunny B, and Miguel Martin Garcia. Uh, So, Alicia is our featured panelist, just because she was the first person I asked. Uh, So, Alicia is new to comedy, recently performed stand-up at Speakeasy at the 120 Diner, Um, a stand-up and improv comedian, and is enjoying new opportunities performing comedy, so thanks for joining us.
4: Thank you for having me. (laughs)
3: Official. <laughs> um, uh, Liz Myers uh, recently performed at the Ha Ha Glug Lug at Henderson's Brewery and Winona Watt Lodge's Open Mic, an improv and stand-up comedy student at Second City, and you're just exploring new comedy opportunities, right?
5: My life is a new comedy opportunity. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Excellent. Um, Sunny, you are a real estate agent uh, trying to tell some jokes, uh, new to the comedy scene as well. Uh, you have about a year's experience. Is that right?
2: The truth is, I'm just looking to see if anyone's looking to buy or sell a house right now. Lean <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm back in your chair. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. right. I'm
1: oh,
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> right,
2: now,
3: now, you've been you're also studying at Second City as well? You got it. Excellent. Okay. And, and Miguel, uh, you, you did your first stand-up set in Melbourne before signing up for... Sa- uh, and it didn't bomb, so you signed up for stand up at Second City. Uh, you're, and you're taking your show on the road to Paris. Uh, this that's year.
0: Correct. That correct, yes. Uh, yeah. uh, I got promoted, I got transferred, and uh, there is a large English stand up scene in Paris. So we're going okay. for it.
5: Look at Harry. So
3: it's going to be like that scene in The Magnificent Mrs. Maisel where she's like standing in front of the oh, so the, the drag performers and yeah. they're doing stand up in English, and some American in the audience is translating it into French for
1: the. Yeah. the
0: <laughs>
3: reasons, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, you're all new to comedy. Um, I guess we'll sort of, like, go around. What drew you to performing stand-up? I guess, Alicia, I'll start with you.
4: Um, it was something that I always wanted to try. Just, mm-hmm. it was an attractive art form to me. Um, I think... I have an Irish mum and an English teacher dad. <laughs> and I feel like, just, language was always... <laughs> Um, a source of humor, but also you can be smart about it, right? And that's what we like about comedy—it's subversive and all those things. And uh, not that I'm at that level yet, but I think it's a—it's an interesting way. Landline.
3: Sorry. Oh, that's great.
4: Landline. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. The Irish mother. Anish, sure. Uh, I was just saying subversion. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, as a person, liked to talk in front of groups I don't know it was just a I I like to speak in front of people um but I also liked comedy it's just it was something I wanted to try thought it looked like a good time (laughs) um it was always a goal and then I eventually was nearing now or or actually it was just this last January right but then I'm like oh I've never done that and I'm not going to be in Toronto maybe forever or maybe I will be I don't know but I feel as though I'm in the right place to explore this thing that I have wanted to try, and I finally just, you know, bit the bullet and did it, and I find that I'm, I'm enjoying it, and it's, it makes me happy to be doing it. So I just you want to lean into that and keep going. Excellent. Excellent.
3: So that's it. And now, Liz, how about you? What drew you to doing stand-up?
5: Well, like Alicia, I've always been a show-off. Um... <laughs> Well, I've always been very comfortable talking in front of groups of people. I remember when I was a little kid, I, uh, I was in French immersion, and I learned the word uh, for seal in French.
1: Yeah, I was a lot four, of people
5: were
3: I was into four that, I or know.
5: five. I really wanted to tell everyone, and there was this big family dinner at, and you know this is classy, Eastside Um <laughs> And no one, none of the girls were paying attention to me, because they were all yeah. catching up, they were all from, like, out of province or whatever and uh i was getting really frustrated that no one would look at me and listen to me because i had this really cool thing that i wanted to tell everyone and so i stood up on my chair which was at the end of the table luckily enough and i yelled from on top of my chair hey and then they all looked at me does anybody know what seal is in french and then I saw the looks on their faces just fall. Like, I specifically remember my dad being like, "Cause they all knew what was coming." And uh, after I told them, "Cause it's fuck." Um, yeah, for, the, for the non-Canadians, for the non-French Canadians, yeah. non-Canadians, yeah. Um, fuck is seal in French. Uh,
3: <laughs> and so I yelled "fuck" out. So we also learned <laughs> with, um a a cock at the same time. Mm, so it was like yes. fucking
5: go- cock." You Yep. Yeah. um So I yelled that out, and the entire restaurant turned towards my family's table, and uh, I, felt no I felt no shame. I felt no shame. And then I was trying to figure out what class I should take at Second City because I wanted to spend more money. And uh, <laughs> friend Emmy was like, "You know, I feel like you'd be really good at stand-up. Most of your improv is just basically giant long monologues, anyways." And I was like.
1: Fuck
2: it, I'll do it. Yeah. Fuck it. Seal it. We'll get it. Yeah. 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 Seal it. <laughs> Seal the deal! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and sunny, Um, let's see, how does the story go? Uh, I feel I was always the uh, the person that wanted to make class fun, whether it be middle school, high school, just school in general. And if the teacher wasn't fun, I wanted to make it fun however I could, call it a pastime or whatnot. And then eventually that attitude kind of stuck with me throughout work. And I had a lot of colleagues kind of say, hey, you should do stand-up. And then like one person said it, and then eventually I would kind of meet somebody else, they would say it. And then I really wanted to get into the idea of public speaking. Like That was uh, somewhat of a fear. How do I speak in front of a crowd? How do I speak to people? Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, you know what? This might be the best of both worlds. Or A, I gained the confidence to speak in front of a large crowd when I meant to or supposed to not under the influence yeah. and then at the same time uh, kind of get creative with the writing aspect. Miguel, so first
3: time doing stand-up was in in, in Melbourne, yes. right? Yeah. So what drew you to that and maybe tell us a bit about
1: Melbourne? So...
0: I've always been a comedian. I used to use it as a bit of a wall before I came out because I was if I, I was afraid that if anybody ever found out that I was gay that they would hate me. But hey, nobody, nobody hates the funny guy. But then after that, uh, after I came out, it turns out that I'm actually just funny. So I've had friends pushing me to do uh, stand-up for a while. And while well, I was there earlier this year, I figured I the worst that can happen is, you know, I, I completely bomb and these people call up um, border security and they have me arrested. But
4: <laughs> blood, huh? the, the,
0: the next worst thing is that, you know, I never see these people again. But then it went quite well. And I decided to do Second City courses here. And um, yeah, now um, a hobby is born.
3: Now, how is the Second City experience been for all of you? You're all except for you know except for Lisa, you're not taking the stand up yet have uh, right. you taken the improv courses and you know I've been taking the improv as well but how has second city uh, been to you guys as for helping you with your craft
0: i think it's been really good because especially like uh, the second level stand-up where we have to come up with a new set every week mm-hmm. based on a topic. Like, you're forced to be funny. and You're forced to write. Yes. You're forced to write. You're for- and you're forced, forced to write well.
5: Yeah, you're thinking about
0: so, it. So...
5: You're being judged.
0: So, it, like, it's not just helping you to learn how to tell a story. It's learning, telling, teaching you how to tell a story quickly.
3: But well, comedy, there's the... Um, the analogy that or not an analogy but the saying um, all musicians want to be comedians all comedians want to be musicians and it's sort of to a degree it's sort of like you know it's comedy writing jokes is like writing a song and that you have to like have, there's craftsmanship to it there's an awareness to it so it's, it's challenging you to sit down and compose mm-hmm.
2: essentially from the sounds of that class yeah it's like writing but you're learning a different kind of
1: writing yeah does that make sense
5: it's completely different yeah it's really I really sorry second city i'm really sorry i'm probably not gonna take level three (laughs)
1: Um, i'm
5: poor um (laughs) but no level one like it was super focused on writing and actually getting them out like getting your premises out and getting those ideas just really flowing and just putting those ideas on paper and really crafting whereas the second level was great it forced me to be accountable and to actually learn how to memorize shit without writing stuff so like actually just being able to have the jokes in your mind without writing them all out and that's something that I was doing from the beginning real fucking difficult god damn I don't know what I was doing I was shooting myself in the foot um but the most valuable thing through Second City actually was just meeting all of the people that I've met and connecting with this giant amazing supportive incredibly supportive community it's just like you have like this amazing cheering section of friends behind you no matter what you do and they're so great and it's just, I mean, yeah, is it worth it's, 600 bucks, yeah, it's probably 600 bucks, okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. um, all right, well, just to sort of introduce the album that we covered, um, so James Christopher Gaffigan was born July 7th, 1966 to Marcia and Michael Gaffigan in Elgin, Illinois. The youngest of six siblings, Jim decided in an early early in life, at the age of five, he wanted to be an actress. Um, <laughs> despite the, his, his early inclination towards performing, his father, who was a banker, pushed him to pursue a more stable career. Regardless of his father's wishes, he chased a career in comedy inspired by Saturday Night Live, Seinfeld, Bill Murray, Richard Pryor, and David Letterman, for whom he would regularly audition over the course of six years living in New York, fi- before finally landing a spot to promote his sitcom in 2015. Um, his career started in earnest in 1991, mentored by David, Attell, whom he would later base a character on in his, 19- in his 2015 sitcom. Jim's material was largely uh, sarcastically observational, relating to his personal experiences growing up in a large Catholic family, his weight, and his, and his relationships. He early on developed a sort of squeaky-voiced, self-deprecating audience through-line. This voice, often sending up his own bits, uh, was done to disarm hecklers uh, before they had a chance to turn on him during his early stand-up days. He recorded his first special in 2005 for Comedy Central, which became his sixth album, Beyond the Pale. *Mr. Universe, which reached number 53 on the Billboard Comedy Charts, was his third special and was released independently in 2012 with a $1 of every album sale going to the Bob Bob Woodruff Foundation, helping veterans and their families. Um, This came at a time when other big name comedians were experimenting with self-publishing. Gaffigan at the time was one of the top 10 grossing comedians in America and felt he could do the same. Um, Now, he must have being on to something because the album later went on to be nominated for the best comedy album competing uh, in the Grammys, competing against Kathy Griffin, Margaret Chow, uh, Louis Black, Tenacious D, and Jimmy Fallon, who brought home the award. Gaffigan has gone on to release 11 albums and five specials. His career has been uh, has been varied beyond stand-up, including acting work uh, with appearances on Law & Order, My Boys, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, Drunk Parents, uh, upcoming film Tesla, Flight of the Concords, and many more. He actually has over 103 acting credits, uh, not to mention his writing, producing, and directing credits, including the sale of the series that he and his wife wrote called Pale Force, where he, and a cartoon, Jim Gaffigan and Conan O'Brien would fight evil. Um, he's even open for Pope Francis during his visit to America. Uh, he. Did stand up in Philadelphia for one million people waiting for the Pope. Uh, apparently, um, that happened the same year that his self-named the Jim uh, sitcom, the Jim Gaffigan show, uh, started. He starred next to Ashley Williams, who played his wife Jeannie. Michael Ian Black, who played her friend Daniel, and Adam Goldberg, named uh, played a character named Dave, who is clearly based on Dave Attell. Many of the New York comedy. Uh, fixtures and comedy world made appearances in this show, um, often eating at uh, regular comedy hotspots and hangouts. Uh, even John Mullaney, who is now arguably one of the biggest names in comedy, uh, played himself on a regular basis, a, a fictionalized version of himself, mm. where he was sort of a nemesis to Jim's character.
1: Uh, <laughs> sort of Newman-esque in a way,
3: where... Jim would make fun of things like, for example, Jim's show was on, I believe it was True TV, and John Mullaney's character got a deal for True TV, a series on True TV, and he's like, what kind of loser would do that? And it's like, again, self deprecatory, which is so sort of his so good. bread and butter. Um, the sitcom ended after two seasons on a creative high. The series was co-wrote by Jim's wife, Jeannie, dealt with some very dark subjects and often played with the entire concept of Jim as family friendly, touching on some very sensitive topics. Um, any conversation about Jim is not complete without discussing his wife, Jeannie, and who is also his writing partner. Uh, Jeannie Gaffigan, Nienoth, uh, is an actress, comedian, writer and producer in her own right. Uh, met Jim soon after moving to New York to pursue her acting career. Uh, they performed sketch comedy together and uh, started dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wrote, co-wrote all five of his specials and was co-writer and producer of the Jim Gaffigan show. Didn't know that. Yeah. Huh? Um, so she, if you watch any of her specials, there uh, any of his specials, there's a co-writer, there's writing credit for her on all of them. Great I mean, team. which is fair because you know the material is 50 percent about her half the time. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean um, it is, or at
3: least what she made. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean the entire opening bit. Her. Yeah. All about the. Yeah. the their family. Um, Now, while it was airing, she and Jim would often have hilarious back and forth interactions on social media where they're eating chips and just taunting one another. Um, Sometimes when he was touring, maybe Skyping, it was bizarre. Uh, She won a Christopher Award for her episode, My Friend the Priest, and directed the season finale. Um, She's since gone on to write a book called When Life Gives You Pears, recounting her experience Surviving a brain tumor that was found and removed Indeed. in 2017, that was the size of a pear.
1: Oh Jesus!
3: So, God
5: dang, that woman's got a big brain.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's you know, it, it just it's amazing that uh, you know what the human body can do and its resilience. Yeah, was, holy, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Alicia, you I was cho- thinking
0: the same thing. Don't worry.
3: <laughs> you chose this album. Um, what What made you think of this one?
1: It was you. It was
4: I. Um, I, I think it's, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's lighthearted in some ways. Would you agree, everybody? Yeah, some please. elements of it. And I, I, it is I think it's, and yeah. And I, I'm, uh, I guess I like the aspect that it's clean. Like that may, may not be my humor, like whatever, but uh, I just, I think it's, if you're able to write like that, then I, I think there's something to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah but listening to it this i think this was probably like the third or fourth time like it's still funny it has replayability um but i think i I love that little voice that he does where he and i get that that's the whole like you know the anti-heckler you're gonna do it yourself but to i mean that is funny
3: but i i find that the voice you guys can certainly chime in um yeah. i find the voice is a nice punch-up to every 100 yeah. so he's able yeah. to like here's the joke mm-hmm. and now here's a little garnish with that joke so it's amazing. kind of like the
2: pizza yeah. with the dipping sauce yeah it's like just in case the pizza doesn't sound or taste good here's a little extra flavor and, and, and even context, if it tastes just good just it's pizza, gonna pizza, taste pizza, better pizza, yeah. so you, could, you say that. So, could say that i feel a lot of tightening tightening yes i feel a lot of his uh stuff might not be funny without the accent (laughs) like he might just say like let's just say he said it in a normal voice I don't have an example off the top but I'll get one eventually and it's like he'll say the joke but the accent makes it funny but if he just said it without
0: any It would just be nothing. sort of monotone. Like You like, could listen yeah. to the, the well, whole, whole yeah, thing. His Schwarzenegger bit where he said, you know, everyone can do a Schwarzenegger. Why can't he do anyone who actually can say governor or right. whatever no, it right. was? California.
3: California. Why can't Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. 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 do a joke about, like, why Arnold Schwarzenegger do an impression of a person who can say California? Yeah.
0: But it's <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Well done that voice well done. That, makes, <laughs> that just brings the whole thing to life. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: yeah. Um, now, what was everybody's first experience Experience with Jim Gaffigan
4: so i get an all certain with Alicia I watched it I, um, I was visiting my parents in Windsor and we watched it together as a family and my dad's a big George Carlin fan um, a lot of people are but that's a lot of swearing and whatever but now as I think my dad's aged he finds Jim Gaffigan to be just so smart without dropping the f-bombs all the time whatever Because and, and then he listens to comedians that are like our age now and my dad being my dad might just be a little more critical you know
3: in, in a way it's of kind of comedy. like especially if you look at his influences being like richard pryor and his mentor was david tell
1: mm-hmm.
3: who's like known for being foul mouthed. um it's refreshing it's almo- well it's almost like it's a trick and that's like he yeah. could swear, he swears Absolutely. a couple of times in here but yeah he he doesn't go into it because he it's like he's like it's executing a technical it. theme. Yes. Yeah. Of thing
4: there it's like the bare bones of comedy. Like sometimes yeah. you can get the shock factor out of dropping the F-bomb, whatever it is, yeah. you know, but, I think but if you don't need it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's oh. uh, a testament to him and just his ability to write,
0: you know, like yeah, uh, obviously actually, looking
4: at his past. You're like, okay.
0: yeah, now that you're saying it, like I, I'm realizing now that there were, I don't think that, were there any f bombs.
4: No, yeah. I wasn't. He
3: said bullshit. And okay, well, yeah. bullshit, shit, uh, bullshit.
0: I do not count as a swear word because yeah. it is one of
3: those a- like in America they counted as a swear word.
0: But it's also, it's also actually been. Um, a word used in the title of a scientific study, so like on bullshit, yeah. So for me, it's a scientific word now, <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, like he he does, he uses a little bit of blue language, but nothing, nothing that I would make that I'd consider the set blue for
5: you, no, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, how
3: about no. was, Liz, what was your first experience? Well, not necessarily with this album, but just Jim Gaffigan in general,
5: so. It was actually... I was thinking about this earlier. Um, I do not remember the first time that I ever heard or saw Jim Gatkin. He's kind of just ever-present. He's this ever-present ghost of comedy who's still alive. He's like this zombie ghost who's looming over everybody. And he's still goddamn hilarious. Um, I do not remember the first time I ever saw him. But to go back to what uh, Miguel and Alicia were saying... You don't need to be ultra blue to be funny. It's like a technical feat of strength, right? He's like mm-hmm. in these comedy Olympics. So how can you deliver a dirty joke without being dirty? I mean and he does some really dark
3: material. It's oh, not yeah. as and this album not as much as others or just his mm-hmm. sitcom. But it's dark where it's like be. there's pedophile jokes and stuff like like not, not like not crud. Crud. but it's like it's not crude and, it, and it's still. like the target mm-hmm. is it's it's punching the right yes, direction exactly but it's like there's dark subject material but he does it in such a way where it's like almost it's and and really witty down
2: yeah he's actually really witty yeah because yeah. yeah. he can just get away with what he's saying even with the episode that we just watched like he's making fun of people that are overweight but you know what like he takes their his shots at them. And then he takes a shot at all the extra fit guys. <laughs> but huh? Yeah, like, he
3: home. takes it well out in a way
2: that's like,
1: yeah,
0: he's not self
3: saying, deprecating, yeah, deprecating, yeah, he's right? not necessarily
0: yep. saying, ha ha, you're fat. He's it's making like,
3: ha, fun. Ha, I'm sad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because he's he's a fat guy. He's a tall big man he's yeah, a little and, pudgy yeah I mean, he's, I, I, mean I, 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 don't, I haven't word,
0: seen him naked I so the, I, I, <laughs> I believe the word uh, for him is blubber sorry blumber. yes <laughs> but there's
4: still messages behind yeah. what he's saying yeah, I mean I thought, I love the, the McDonald's bit it's all McDonald's yeah. and it's you know he comments uh, about him being the, like your stereotypical white trash guy or something like that Like, <laughs> but it's you know it's still yeah, something all did, people can relate to.
3: I'll loop around back around in the McDonald's bit. Mm. But what I found about that is it's not really about McDonald's. No, that's that's no. Like the Once beauty we're done
2: of it. eating, we should get something to eat. It's culture. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's
0: a wonderful metaphor for yeah, mass media culture and yeah. Yeah. and everything. We're kind of force fed.
2: Yeah. It's kind of like a wicked poem okay mm-hmm. like, hey, this is what's going
5: on guys when so. health is less accepting than McDonald's it's uh anyways we'll loop back around McDonald's yes. right yeah, yeah we will perfect know, you know. so how, how did, where, where was
2: your first Jim Gaffigan experience this? Yes. so the truth was it was his commercial to his show <laughs> yeah. where he just lifts up the thing and he shows his kid like oh which one is it or something like that
1: yeah oh right and then,
2: yeah. yeah and then I I tried I just didn't like it. I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like anything <laughs> I don't know what it was sorry fair. guys but no that's fair. The, don't, the, the, don't hold this. fair enough the, the first, I tried to watch one of these specials and it sucks to say that I don't remember what it was but I ended up turning it off because it was basically like, I get it, you got a lot of kids and you're not in shape
5: and Right, it was probably this one
2: it, I, I don't know, I don't know but whatever happened, I didn't watch the whole thing and I wasn't happy, and I think I said that before I walked in here today too, I'm like, I'm not really a fan of this guy yeah. however um, now that I kind of completed the whole thing I really enjoyed his creativity I like this wordplay, I like this wittiness, I like the way he kind of put it in subliminals there's a lot of stuff that he did there that like, I don't even know right now, but I just kind of ate it, like I was like, oh, I'll give me more like, that was good, you know?
5: Did it help that you weren't watching him?
2: I was going to add that in, I don't know if we we're going to loop around but the fact that he, that we just listened hearing, yeah. and I can visualize what he's saying <laughs> was a bonus for me, because yeah. then I thought if I actually saw this, it would be even funnier but I'm already laughing at the fact that I'm just listening to what you're saying yeah. and I can picture See, it. He has, does
3: some really good
2: stage work. Yeah. Like the is, phone.
3: Yeah, the phone was yeah. like...
2: But, yeah. but the fact that we didn't watch it, we listened to it, and it was still hilarious, yeah. that's a lot of credit to his writing mm-hmm. skills. Right? Yeah. His the, writing there's,
3: there's, a, there's not much in, like... There, how many tracks are there? Um, but there's not much in there that is a sight gag
2: you know there's, that's dependent on him right. having this own visual is that purposeful with though because maybe that's his style then because I know a lot of people you have to see them to laugh at what they're doing right there's, so there's 14 tracks yeah. the, the lar- longest one
3: is working out um, McDonald- or no McDonald's is the longest one mm-hmm. at 10 minutes and 20 seconds which is a that's That's a long long time to talk about the um but that pit bits probably like five or six smaller bits yeah yeah Yeah. um
5: all about my donald's bits now Uh,
3: yeah yeah.
2: but but i feel regardless if you watch it it's always fun it doesn't it didn't
3: lag like watching it it didn't like feel like oh this is dragging like there's some albums that i listen to uh even though people i super respect like you know steve martin Mm -hmm. um that (sighs) too physical an yeah. album well with him that is a conscious decision that's a yeah f- I know but like- with him it's because he is pioneering anti-comedy that oh. was a it's almost like a fuck you to the listener mm. um, so that was a very <laughs> deliberate choice but there are other comedians who they just don't think about it right. they don't realize I'm recording this for an album yeah. this isn't gonna play well so I, I think there's some awareness like, to like, his
2: material like maybe my opinion is coming from the fact that I don't have an improv background I don't have the kind of stage presence that I would want I kind of think that what I write I say it and maybe it would be better if you just heard it opposed to seeing it. And I and I think that's what I really liked about it, the fact that I'm still laughing at your jokes and I'm not there, I'm not watching you. I'm just you know. listening and I'm laughing. Yeah, that's so it's what, like, like that's a lot of extra yeah, effort or
3: talent yeah, or however you wanna put and it. And that's one kind of the reasons we am kinda like Want to focus on because like the tradition of the comedy album going back to the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. it kind of makes you focus in on the material in a different way so that's yeah. one of the reasons yeah. why we're like we don't we wa- mm-hmm. I, like we'll often watch the special as well yeah to to, to play them one off the other like compare, contrast and compare mm-hmm. um but in this case it's just there's like no difference like there's not a it's, it's line for line beat for beat mm-hmm. and which just speaks to like a, a, a capable how his, his capability as a writer, as
2: a joke teller. Yeah, but even even as a performer, because yeah. if we back it up, now he doesn't have the actions behind it, the way we experience this, but he's still just punch, punch, punch. Because I feel oh, yeah. like some people kind of mm-hmm. do their actions and that's kind of like their break or their segue into the next thing. He didn't really, like, I, I didn't, we didn't It was really continuous. We didn't experience yeah. that. So yeah. it's kind of like he took the right amount of time, even mm-hmm. via audio, Mm-hmm. To get to the next point, to get to the next point. It's true because
5: sometimes I'll is listen to like great I'll listen to my set. I record all of my sets, right? Yeah. And I'll listen to it. And every now and then, I'm like, "If this is all anyone was hearing, would they get the joke?" Yeah. No, they would not. Yeah. And so then I have to really like try and fine tune what I'm
1: doing.
3: Yeah. Well, there's uh, we recently did an album, Beth Stelling, simply the Beth, mm-hmm. um, who's an amazing, freaking amazing comedian, and she was very much in the same tone whereas like there's not a wasted second and it's not doesn't necessarily feel f- frantic but there's like just everything serves a purpose within the comedy and i felt like that's kind of like what was with so Jill well organized
5: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you, sh- you can't just talk like you- some people will just if i talk really really fast people will think that i'm funny and blah 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 but that's not true Yeah. No, what
3: was your first experience with Jim sad. Gaffigan? Would you believe tonight? <laughs> uh, but hey, you know, there's sure.
0: a
5: first time
3: for
2: everyone. Yeah.
0: So excellent. So yeah, that's pretty much it tonight. Wait, uh, that
5: was
1: your first time, Miguel? Yeah, I'm <gasps> a very he didn't bad even,
2: oh, He's worse than me. He didn't even know his name.
1: Yeah, bad <gasps> so comedian. Yeah,
5: happy I was here <laughs> to experience sometimes. your first time. Mm-hmm.
0: I never thought I'd hear a woman say that.
5: <laughs> I'm always somebody's first, hey? Uh,
3: that so... I love it. <laughs> um, so, we touched on this, but, like, he works clean in his set. Like, there's not any obviously blue material, but there's a lot of dark themes in there, mm-hmm. like, you know, Ronald McDonald, the, the 70s, pedophile clown... Yeah. Um, a lot of well, cynicism a lot of he references suicide a lot suicide yeah.
4: cancer self
5: issues self well even issues. that no that's the long sleeve sun shirt. shirt
3: so do yeah. you feel I that, can relate that to his, sleeve his, sleeve his cheery tone like even that that, that secondary voice and some because he uses voices a lot mm-hmm. yes, yes not just that one like accents and, and, and just funny voices mm-hmm. yeah um, the like salesman the, voice. the new yorker the, salesman, you know, the voice. salesman voice that new york
5: selling everything yeah yeah
3: whoa while well, you come in here, and I, we, we, you can pay me to use a machine that, uh, you know, instead of <laughs> buying at home, you know. Like a. S-
5: they don't go anywhere. People just use them.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, he, he sort of, it almost feels like he's stealthing in these concepts mm-hmm. through this silliness. He, is that something that you think is?
4: Well, people smaller? relate to well, some for, sort of stereotypical voice if, if if that has that mm-hmm. connotation. If
2: we're, right? if we're dissecting him, I feel like It's definitely useful in his style because it's kind of like maybe I don't need as much again because we're listening to it, right? I don't need as much uh, actions or whatever stage presence even though he has it still, but... The way he's doing the accents is so adding to the joke. Well, it's like it, that Mama it, Dominoes, it,
3: and it's not, it, it, not just like the oh God, and, and other Italian stereotypes. Like it's, it's just <laughs> it's, that's a terrible Italian accent. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> and other
5: puns. <laughs> and other
3: puns. <laughs> I, but yeah, like like he he's deconstructing the jokes within the yeah. jokes too, if, which is if like, I were to use so a publishing meta.
0: metaphor. Um, you the jokes are the main text of the story but then you have graphics that might mm. visually illustrate it or a picture that will visually illustrate it and that's what those voices are that's what those uh, imitations are those are the ones that really catch your attention because they're the picture they don't necessarily take over the whole story but they will tell you this, they will tell you a story just by themselves
3: yeah. now uh, so like one of the things he i one of the moments that i really loved is actually occurred fairly early on. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those like really like doubling down on the the darkness. Mm. Um was the the bit about the using of Sarah McLaughlin song.
1: Ooh, and then the dogs
3: yeah. like whoa and so even, even the dogs are like oh well, that's been heavy handed Sarah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like aren't there still starving kids in Africa? And it's like <laughs> where he's like just using that yes choke to just mm-hmm. like just like shade in like, the, that voice yeah. to shade in the, the colors of <clears throat> that scene. That Just, like, skin.
5: throwing mad right. shade on middle-class bougie white people who yeah. are like, oh, my God, the poor animals.
1: Yeah. Now, it's,
5: it's, yeah, it's, it's fun right. kind of interesting, because looking at
3: the structure, because we have Disney, the first, like, it goes the Disney bits, gym, mm-hmm. and bodybuilders, then McDonald's, hotel...
2: And hotel pools. He was very overweight in McDonald's before uh,
5: bodybuilding.
3: <laughs> he he Or he kept it. doing it. Yeah. 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 Well,
2: basically, food and fat run
1: through.
3: <laughs> yeah, Because mm-hmm. I mean, it's always defined as material. Like his big breako bit was the hot pocket thing. Mm, like, hot pocket. Like twenty years ago on almost But like, what um, is Disney? These mean? aren't
5: skinny well,
2: jeans. I'm just
5: other than an, an amalgamation <laughs> of.
3: But well, it, it's it kind of like looking at it, it like yeah. thinking about it, it, it almost breaks into like three, like a three act play kind of thing. Because the initial portion, like Disney and the gym is about self-loathing. Yes. Um, and, and bodybuilders. Mm-hmm. And even that is like. And oh, self-loathing. Are, yeah. It's like,
0: <laughs> but a lot oh, of self-loathing.
3: Like, yeah. yeah. So that first act is about loathing of the self. The second
0: act is also like, loathing of the South Sorry, go ahead. It was
3: McDonald's, the McDonald's hotel, hotel pools, mm-hmm. and then it has the whales, which I think is kind of a, tra- a hard transition point, mm-hmm. uh, which is about culture. as like a, the cultural delusionment, like uh,
1: mm-hmm.
3: where he's talking about how you know they just enjoy the fucking McDonald's. They never pretended to be anything more than what they are. Yeah, just stop belly yeah. and just enjoy it but like but also like in the hotel like the shoes and the slippers and laziness and mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. and like just creepiness and, like people making out in the pool common can be in society something else being a th- your version of mcdonald's like maybe yeah. you're yeah. this magazine that's your mcdonald's mm-hmm. you know? yeah and the whale is a bit of a, a hard transition It almost feels inserted right. but then the third portion except
5: for the spur yeah,
1: yeah.
3: This yeah. I think it's just a, a pivot point where he's like, I gotta put in something funny here. I um, gotta make
5: whale noises at some point during yeah. this gig.
3: Got <laughs> water in the Indian
5: Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my tummy hurts. But the
3: third point. So that's Domino's, Subway, and Boner Pills. Um. Oh, vitamins and boner pills. Right. So uh, so it's vitamins and Law Order. Law yes. I'd eat the fuck out of Law dun, Order. Dun. Oh my god, give me a vitamins. Um But that one really seems to be about excess and lack of control. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, in a lot of albums that we've listened to on the show, like, the most effective ones seem to have a thread. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's one here, but it's really subtle. It's not, like... Like if you, it doesn't have like if you Ellen, Ellen did. Well, he starts remember.
5: it out though, kind of. Sorry, he starts it out with excess and lack of control. Yeah, that's it like his opener. You know, his opener is how he just had another kid. It's yeah. his fourth kid. What else is that other than excess and lack of control? Yeah,
3: yeah, and I mean like the the the, the pilot to a sitcom is about how he won't get a get a vasectomy. Yeah,
1: because exactly. he's afraid of it. Yeah.
3: Uh, Oh but God, again it's
1: on that. A, yeah.
3: <laughs> but no it's, it's interesting It's like it's there there is definitely a structure and a, th- a thematic through line um to his material uh in this special or, uh and the album that was recorded but it's not as obvious as like maybe some mm-hmm. other ones like uh ellen's latest special and actually all her one prior to that as well that she did when her show was canceled in the 90s. Um it very much oh, Mad is, About uh, You. Uh, no, The Ellen Show. Mad About You is somebody else. Uh, what's her name? I can't remember. What was The, show? Yeah, no. the show. Yeah, oh. really Ellen Show? The Ellen Show. Oh, really the fact the, that we the, <laughs> <me> so quickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah. Ellen's special like <laughs> her, Helen
5: Hunt. Helen Hunt.
3: Thank you. Um so in Ellen's special it very much is like, it starts with a bit and then ends with this mm-hmm. bit. a it's a through line, a thematic through line. Um, Carlin would do that a lot as well, mm-hmm. where he'd like have a thematic through line to his material. Um, Robin Williams at the mm-hmm. Met is like that as well. Uh, so I, I mean, how- it's Lots of comedians. Yeah, so for like a special, how important is it for like an hour for like an album or a set? Like as comedians, how important do you feel it is and, and do you think he did it effectively in this album?
5: Yes, he definitely did it effectively I think it's important to a point um, I think it's really good if you're able to tie everything loosely together, but I have to stress loosely I find when the common thread is too in your face, like it's mm. too like like you're being figuratively hit over the head with it, that it's just a little bit overbearing and I kind of lose interest mm.
0: Uh, it, I thought it flowed pretty well. Like mm. I didn't find uh, the whale stuff to be hard inserted the way well, you I mean, did. Yeah,
5: thematically it
3: was a hard pivot, but as a joke, it flowed fine. Yeah,
0: and like because yeah. actually, on in that sense, he pretty much reminds me of the way that I structure my sets. So like, like come up with a theme, but make sure the transition to the next theme works well, and then so on and so on, with of course occasional callbacks to previous jokes because you know they were so funny in the first place.
2: I just think it's a matter of opinion. Oh. I, I, I feel like. As a fan or a person that's getting entertained, as long as it's entertaining me, as long as it's funny, I don't really care where you go with it. If it adds up together or it doesn't, if I'm laughing, that is funny.
4: But with the insertion of that whole whale bit, like the themes are heavy, right? And so that whale thing was sort of the lighthearted send off yeah. into the horizon of like, I'm gonna leave this theater happy, right? Yeah, Which I Except think was, for whales are heavy.
2: <laughs> right? That's what I was going to say because it kind of does go together. Oh, It's I had a, a lady come subject. Up yeah, because yeah. he's like a lady came up to me after the show and told me that whales aren't... And then they're actually got a lot of blubber, and then you went into the whole thing about world bro- yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah. A, yeah,
0: big bones and all that. <laughs> it yeah. was still
4: a lighthearted thing, but then you're like, okay, well, they're still about the weight, but thing, weight. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. yeah, It was sort
0: like of a, swimming's not working, clubbing. guys. Clubbing. Yeah, yeah. Whales it was are clubbing. swimming a
2: but lot, but I do but think it's not really a great
0: but, exercise. But I'm I'm gonna disagree with you. Like I find disjointed yeah. sets, like jokes that are funny, but then they don't connect into other jokes. Uh, to me, it's just kind of random and I might mm-hmm. lose interest after a while. Yeah. Uh, again, might be a difference of opinion, but that's me. It's okay, you can no, be wrong. Okay.
4: <laughs> no, I won't even no, say. Ah. the I did <laughs> <laughs> both of you Shh. no, I was just gonna say like and as a as a new comedian that isn't obviously in a class where they speak to structure, like one on one right there. Um, sure. like when I'll say this about you and I getting together after you heard my set kind of thing. And like, I'm so glad that you paid the money and I didn't because I got to get it for free. You did. But, you know. A fan of that, a fan of getting it for free. Like, I I sort of went into this just sort of like, okay, I'm going to try it, Mm -hmm. but like zero research. And maybe I probably should have done that. And like, you obviously watch comedians and there is a thread, there is Mm a theme and there is the callback and the structure, all of it. Mm Like, mine was not that, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, just, it is. Well, yeah. Sure. I mean, there are, there's room laughed. for other, like, this
3: right. is a style.
4: But, there's other yes.
3: styles. Like, there's the one-liner. Exactly. There but
4: it's kind of a, nice to, like, uh, dissect a podcast and, like, grateful for this podcast that you're doing because then you get to analyze and you're like, that is something that I'd like to work towards. And it makes Agreed. you think about what you're putting in to your set because mm-hmm. you have people listening oh, to exactly. it. And you yeah. want to yeah. put this through, right? Yeah. And so it's just like... Yeah. Wow, the job is a lot bigger
5: than it looks. I, I but like at sh- least not having taken a class makes you so much cooler than the rest of us. I <laughs> yeah. And that hat? Oh my god. my god, the hat. I wish I could see
2: the hat. She's yeah, uh, wearing
0: a I mean, hat. Several different <laughs> shades of neon. Okay, no, that's not true. You, you no, it's what? Not. but it's <laughs> like if
2: we're really great at this town, it, it comes to a lot of different things. Like we're judging it as comedians, so that's one thing. So we'll have our own style, our own opinion. But then there's the common person that is kind of like, hey, yeah, I'll pay 120 bucks for This guy lies it's funny. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, the peasants, like the, yes. the person that, the that wants to entertain. We shall I call the, the, peasant. peasants. the peasants. <laughs> I
0: as long as we <laughs> get no. to throw things from them from the balcony.
2: But, but like to them, I, I feel like if you like look in their perspective, it, I don't think they're looking at it that deeply. Right. right. Well,
3: I mean, it's, that's the thing, though. It's like it's craft. what makes good storytelling. It's the craft. It's like yeah. they're not necessarily looking at that, but that's how you get your message through but and you keep them entertained yeah. even the craft
2: though like what is the craft like like you know what i mean like i get that it's not flowing but what what is the purpose of the craft is it to flow is it not to flow exactly I
3: and, and i mean and there's different ways of doing yeah. it agree uh, like you know this but you compare you compare him to i don't know um you could compare it to yeah. anybody. Jusselnick? But I feel like the, the end goal oh, is... Anyone.
5: Hedberg. Yeah.
3: Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. There yeah. we go. Sure, One-liners. One-liners. One there's complete yeah. opposite yeah. spectral difference. Juselnik and Hedberg.
2: To, to, yeah. to compare them, though, at the end of the day, the deciding factor, whether it was good or not, would be if the people that are watching or listening to it were entertained. Of right course. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I like Richard Wright, but, you know, that's... But or for Stephen those Wright, that are looking Stephen, for like that Stephen extra, who's again, yeah. like, you. that like, yeah. stri- like dry one-liner, monotonal. Yeah. Makes, you know, I grew up yeah. in the '80s, and that was like what well, was against mm-hmm. the brick wall at the comedy, uh-huh. whatever. And so, I mean, I loved it, but at the same time, it's like there. I get it, it's a different type of meal you know mm-hmm. like with a with a one liner getting like an amuse bouche of jokes yeah uh,
1: exactly. and so
5: like i can appreciate the craft of a comedian who like so there are certain kind of, i'm not super partial to the one liners let's be real but i find asleek and Hedberg fucking hilarious obviously yeah. because they're amazing and they're really good at what they do just because it's not my favorite kind of comedy doesn't mean that it's not good or I can't appreciate the work yeah. that they put into it and in their craft. Yeah. And it, That's and the best way
3: I, to put it. Yeah, and I, this is very joke heavy. Like, so it's storytelling, but it's not a storytelling comedy. No, it's, it's a lot up. of punches. It's, it's a lot exactly. of punches. Joke, puns, joke, puns, joke, 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 joke. Yeah, and when joke, 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 and what even when he's not Excellent. doing like a, a setup, like a you know, okay, here's the setup, here's the punchline. Uh, you know, he's. Doing a pun or doing something a dad joke to mm-hmm. sort of like just keep the energy going. So I mean, you compare him to say like somebody like I don't know Patton Oswalt, who I knows, love, really I love, I love as well. Oh. Uh, but it's a very different pacing too. Which oh, right, incredibly different. Right. Right. So again, and, and also addressing similar themes, similar con, uh, kind of ideas. Mm-hmm. But it, so it's it's interesting you have these different methods to get to the same place.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I respect him even more as a writer though. Yeah. For his ability to just keep going, homepage, th- joke, joke, yep. joke, 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 accent, joke, 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 like pow, 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 pow. It's like a whole bunch of flurries. You know
3: what I mean? Yeah, and, and it never Sorry, feels Mick over-
0: flurries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um.
3: uh. but dé- <laughs> it doesn't feel overwhelming. Like there's
1: so, there's,
2: there's
0: sometimes some Miguel just t- raises the roof, guys. Yes. <laughs> lava-
1: guy's
3: but yeah, sometimes <laughs> it just feels like it's overwhelming. Like he just he-, he still paces it in a way that it feels like you have time to. Let the jokes sink in. I agree.
1: Um, He's got a
2: lot of subtle stuff in there, too. I feel like he actually, like, uh, serves all kinds of flavors. Like, if you just want it in your face, he's got the obvious (laughs) stuff. But if you want, like, some of the subtle secret stuff Speaking yeah. of the obvious yeah. stuff yeah. in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunny. I actually thought Miguel was going to say something. I kind of set him
5: up there, but... Oh, mm. I've had at least two sometimes more Sometimes it's Miguel. too easy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's easier than me.
5: <laughs> so you're, that, you're, that's you're, that's you're, me. me. You're, oh, my me. God. He's gonna so,
0: gonna good um, I'm so good at puns. He's so good at <laughs> puns. That's now,
1: true.
0: for me, I tend to be a storyteller. Uh, people who know me can attest to this, that I, like... I like telling stories. So hearing a story with punchline after punchline, for me, that is, for me, that's what I aspire to when I write. Uh, That said, I'm a big fan of Anthony Jeselnik. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, that's kind of what I aspire to, like to be able to tell a story that's funny throughout.
3: Yeah. And a lot of this, like speaking of like funny throughout, is pretty timeless. Like -hmm. this is 2012, uh, which Mm -hmm. explains the one element of the subway uh, content.
5: That was the only thing that kind of stuck out. And I mean, that's that like, if, if yeah. oh. the, those
3: circumstances hadn't arisen,
0: it still it would have been timeless. It
5: would have been fine. It's, I mean, like, it's
3: like, you know, us as a modern audience knowing the Jared situation. The entire time
5: watching this is like, I watched it last night for the first time, and I really, like, I'd seen it before, but I did not remember it accurately. And so I rewatched it last night. And the entire time he was doing that subway bit, I kept waiting for him to drop like the keto ball. Yeah. And he didn't. And I was like, wait, what? Why is this not happening? Because it just seemed so... Rel- like it seemed yep. so yeah.
1: current. But
3: it's like five years too early. Exactly. You know? so, yeah. It, so it's like, if that hadn't happened, it... it you, know, you wouldn't have been able to help. material Yeah. So that's, that's yep. something beyond his control.
0: Yeah. Whereas yes. Ronald McDonald being a pedophile clown, that was true in the 70s. That's true today. And that'll be true in 2964. Yes.
5: Yeah. <laughs> so
0: just, this is just the way a it is.
3: creepy, creepy clown.
5: Um, <laughs> I mean...
0: Clowns are... are uh, clowns. Clowns are evil. Clowns are they no, scare I don't me.
5: Okay,
3: I have many friends who are clowns. I don't mind clowns.
5: clowns. I just... I well, think I... clowns are clowns. That's all I'm saying. Clowns
0: are clowns. I've had nightmares. I think
5: some
3: commercial <laughs> clowns are creepy. To all of my friends in the clowning community, I respect uh-huh. your art and craft.
5: And, uh, I also respect I yours to my friends. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're in comedy.
1: Now, right? of course, right? a bit something of a I do want to
0: do Ugh. one day is, of course, stand at the corner Rock of Young and Dundas <laughs> at three in the morning dressed as a clown. clown. Nothing else.
1: I have to say, like the...
3: The law and order of, you know, vitamins
0: oh,
1: yeah. was
3: hilarious. Oh my god. True.
1: Like, yeah. Yeah. I would
3: eat the shit out of the Sam Watterson
0: vitamins. Yeah. You're yeah. so
5: healthy. Yeah, yeah. full of righteous <laughs> indignation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know what? If you don't eat those vitamins, you feel guilty.
5: Yeah. Oh. Hey. He's so
1: good. He's so good. so good.
5: I did buy myself gummy vitamins um, the other month and I ate them for like a solid three weeks like religiously and then I forgot and stopped and they're sitting on top of my fridge and I'm just remembering that. But you you will eat gummies more often. Yeah, like because they're a like candy,
1: candy. like
0: a candy. <laughs> <They're a> candy. <laughs> yes, it's true.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like if they were you know like maybe one was in the shape of Mandy Petumpkin's face. Not a or you know. I would eat that.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I vitamins anyways are you're
0: not
1: sure. Your really you just yeah, um, piss
5: him out.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so if you ever like, want green pills, yes, uh, eat a vitamin. I think
3: the thing with that vitamin thing is that was just really a setup. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a five-minute setup to the Extends pills.
2: So,
1: yeah, you know he just wanted to end on a dick yeah.
2: chunk. I'm just in, I'm just in the gym right now, trying to waste an hour so I'm not eating. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's like it, was like
3: it was just to get him from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Which is like,
5: funny because I thought the vitamins were funnier than the Extends. But I mean I think the. I also okay, don't yes. have a penis.
3: I don't have a penis. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think
5: th- I th- it was funnier,
3: but but there was elements that were like the, Dick, the Jimmy Johnson and the Dick Buckus. I didn't yeah,
5: find
1: that that so funny. It Actually, it was one of my yeah. least favorite parts of the show. I just,
0: yeah, uh, I thought it, it came across it just, as a bit obvious. I, yeah. yeah, but it was
3: like it was. Uh, that's kind of what. But that's I didn't that's feel where his like, accent. Whoa. That's where I feel
0: like his accents failed a little bit.
2: Because typically, if he threw in more accents there, I don't think he did. It would be a little bit more funnier, a little more
4: of a treat for the years. (laughs) You You don't really care for the
3: accent. (laughs) All of that still was Mm -hmm. the setup that blast.
5: It's true, but I, I was actually kind of disappointed by the extent. Like I was, that was my least favorite part of his entire. But maybe you would have loved it in
4: 2012. Who knows? How being? old was <laughs> I in
5: 2012?
4: <laughs> well, I was very immature in 2012, <laughs> so yes.
5: This well, is I don't
2: like We gotta like look at another thing uh-huh. that he does, right? I feel like his accents make his jokes a lot funnier. But there's certain jokes where it's like, is that laziness or is that the ingredient? Like, I mean, mm. if he just said the joke, I don't think I'm laughing as much. But when he adds in the accent, I'm like, haha, that's mm. funny. Is it funny? No, I think the accent's more funny than the actual joke. Do You get what I mean? Yeah, I mean. So I mean, it's like that's a great that? example. That's a great example of where he didn't do the accent. Mm-hmm. I guess we can listen to. But it for me, it. like the, the perfect,
3: the, the per- like the capper mm-hmm. was two things: was the phone mining. Mm. which you don't get, but they still get. Fucking love the line, line. You still get so the line Why do you guys it?
2: love the phone mining? I want to know. <laughs> Because that's just funny. I'm not
3: even talking about real phone right now. But yeah. he's like
2: heightening and deconstructing at the same yeah, time. Yeah. It was
3: really funny. He so he does
2: that a lot though.
3: He constantly
1: deaths. That's so all he I,
2: I love that. Yeah. I, I feel like he engages you so much as the audience because he'll say a joke and then he'll almost mimic what you might be thinking. And I'm yeah. sure a lot of people might be thinking what he does next. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's great. It's like, oh my god, that was really yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's a very meta movie like, on multiple layers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you
3: have like it's a kind of, like the talking on the phone bit, is a timeless bit that goes back to like one of the first comedy mm-hmm. albums. Like goes back to like you know if you yeah. go to Bob Newhart, a, yeah, Bob you know Newhart, one yeah, of the first comedy albums ever, meta- was yeah. structured. Around him talking on the phone, to Abe Lincoln was one of the key bits. <laughs> in
1: fact, it's like,
3: it's the bit that they use as an example yeah, of somebody
1: yeah. wow, ripping it off
3: in the amazing
0: Mrs. So oh, well, 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 course, This was, of course, before that the that revolutionary amazing. soldiers oh, stormed Jersey, the phone company. Yes, yes, uh, so right so before do they do stormed it. the airports.
1: Yeah.
3: But that is a Trump joke for those in 2949 listening to a podcast. Yeah, that was a Trump joke. Yeah. So, like, Ooh, it's God. just so so it's like it's a stale bit but he heightens it in some really but fun it ways it wasn't
5: stale he did not perform it, it like, was as a, as yeah. a
3: bit it's oh a yeah it's a stale bit, bit but, but if it's you not doing stale it because exactly he because of the way it. he's
5: doing it it's so good and,
3: and it's just he, I was surprised at how high it was he, draw, he dragged it out for just the right <laughs> amount of time and then sorry can we repeat that what are we talking about right now so the phone bit oh, okay yeah. fair enough yeah and then he ends with a callback
1: like um
3: We'll what hotel are tell in? yeah what we'll, we'll tell her but she's like not even a callback to the start mm-hmm. call back to Mid. Like, a, a, like three quarters of the show yeah. where he's talking oh, about the creepy what creepy room are you in movie? oh the kid the and the kid woman like the kid and the in. old
5: woman and how it's like the cycle of life and it's like yeah. cause you kind of like start up with in one place and it's like, like we're all about one place
3: yeah, so it's like a very random callback yeah but i mean tr- like you think if you're like okay i'm gonna do a callback i'm gonna do a callback to one of these big moments but it wasn't it was a callback to like a really random which actually worked better i found
2: so, Con- contrary wow. to what i was saying earlier i feel like that would have been funnier if i watched it like maybe just the audio of it maybe. wasn't yep. as funny
0: um, yeah. Yeah, um, you, I mean, You guys found it funny? Like, right. I thought um, it was okay. I, I, I'm going to agree with yet. you on this because I didn't realize he was doing the whole phone mining, phone mining thing, but once I realized, once I heard that,
1: I that it suddenly <laughs> became
0: really funny. Because like, oh, this isn't a real phone. He said into his finger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yes. Like, and, and, I mean, you could visualize and, and it, so talk- but... Uh, he's, he's like breaking the fourth wall while yeah. breaking the fourth wall. Like, he's like, the audience are getting kind of bored now. I'm, I'm filming special. You know, Like he's like... He's, oh, he's he's like no. doubling down on the 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 break the, the yeah. breaking of the fourth wall was just like it's mm-hmm. just so bananas. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it
2: works. Is telling a shoe joke right now. Oh it, a it, sock it's, joke. Is he really gonna tell a sock
5: joke? It, it, yes. And then he tells us multiple. Joke? Is yeah. he doing Oh my god, he's doing that voice already. With the elastic.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> Diarena
5: joke? Oh okay.
2: the elastic arasical... goes. Oh so we might still, as well
5: diarrhea joke but, but,
2: but on that the the sock going missing and keeping the one sock that's been recycled by
3: yeah but the thing is the way he structures it, it and presents it yes feels fresh yeah um, i think that's really yeah, yeah. interesting about a sock w- that's or mixing something it up with those right.
0: other
2: jokes like what part of it makes it funny
3: i think the punch-up not so much the the voice that he does but like the inserting that meta mm-hmm. metacriticism where he's using he's like there's there, the concept of the through line for the audience is important so often the comedian presents themselves as the through line mm. and that he's presenting it as a secondary character is kind of that's unique in that he's doing this is like the, he's presenting himself as both the, the, the comedian and the voice of the comedian yeah. which I find interesting and I find it just it it elevates it from something that
2: is like, oh, this is and,
3: like, eh. and he does the
2: same thing to project his uh opinion like similar to what you might be thinking. Yeah. Like
3: and, and it, it's like it's a really Crafty way of steering the audience mm-hmm. in, in a way, be, getting them involved without
2: them being involved. Yeah. So it's like I know what you're thinking right now. It's, kind of, it's like
3: almost like it's you know I mean it's a negative connotation, but like gaslighting. <clears throat> but it's kind of like he's gaslighting the audience. And uh,
1: uh, is.
5: I mean essentially he like, is gaslighting the audience. But
3: but in a, mom, in a good way. Yeah. Not a horrible human being way. No, no, no. no, no.
0: Uh, having had to deal with a gaslighter earlier this year, yes. So yeah. I, I prefer this kind of gaslighting because at least I'm laughing. <laughs> exactly.
3: Yes. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so if, you know, if I'm going to go sort of around the circle, um, but would you. Alicia, would you recommend this album to somebody who's like... No. No, the, never listened to him before, never, never heard of Jim Gaffigan, would you recommend this album? Can we call Alicia the hat?
4: The hat? Just <laughs> the, the hat? Yeah, call her the hat. Um, mm-hmm. Alicia the hat.
0: Sorry, Le Chapeau. Because remember, Chapeau. yes.
4: I definitely would. I mean, being someone that doesn't, uh, I guess, actively... Well, like, is learning to actively look or watch and listen to all things comedy because of being at second city Mm -hmm. the people that i'm surrounding myself with and and kind of discovering this new interest like it's been really fun and jim gaffigan was sort of the first well most recent i guess i don't know how i'm gonna say that but anyway he's he's just a, a good starting place for listening and if you don't know your Preference, like I mean, I used to really like Dane Cook, but now I go back and I'm just like, have oh, that. That, you know what I mean? Right, all yeah. right. To Dane a, yeah. We all did it. And like, there's some stuff that's super funny still, but like, he's a he's a nice place to. Uh, he's a place in Jim history. Gaffigan, the not
3: sleazeball of Dane Cook. Oh, <laughs> it's not shock
4: factor. It's <laughs> no. it, it's it's you still reflect mm-hmm. on the way you live your life. It's and it has a, there's a commentary. There's. Mm-hmm. It's well crafted. It is a nice a gift with a
1: pretty bow. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah.
4: And it's, but it's also kind to the ears as opposed to like, oh God, like, you know, Bob Saget stuff. Like, whoa. 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 I accidentally, I, accident, I, I, I didn't accidentally. accidentally. <laughs> See, I, um, <laughs>
3: See, I, I knew Bob Saget stuff before that. So I was yeah. old enough to. I, I, I know, I, I do.
4: And that's the thing. Like, as I slowly start to listen to, um, well, I had like a data unlimited data for my work phone, and so when we're fuck driving, oh, well, I mean, I think no, it's no, no, unlimited. No, I think it's stop. No. Just
5: hang your head in shape <laughs> for like one second. Please. Share
4: Not data. That hat on. But <laughs> we, I drive Toronto to Windsor often, so we listen to a lot of comedy. Uh, and um, on, on Spotify, you are granted like the top twenty comedians or like what's popular, right? And there was Bob Saga as an option. And I was like, Spotify. should we? Should we dabble? Yeah, you should. And I was like, yeah, yeah. do it. And, and I was like, I find him. But I love. Like, Dave.
1: I
2: find him extra funny because I associate Zagat. him with Full House. This, like, super clean.
5: See, I don't, like, you know, I don't, like, I, don't nothing I, I grew up with that blue. TV, I don't associate him with anything. And so uh, when people are like, oh, Bob's saying it, blah, blah, blah. I was like. And then it's like, what?
3: Yeah, I'm going to fuck you. It's know, intense. Before, before Full House, I, I knew of his material. Really? and Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah and so know. then, so it was <laughs> like, oh, they're, Interesting. they're casting him?
5: See, it's
3: I like Bojack every- Horseman you know it's like,
5: I love Bojack Horseman that, that character is like oh that's a weird that character that would be no yeah. it's, it's Bob Saget yeah, <laughs> but it's yes. like, well it's very clearly modeled after Bob
3: Saget it's like
4: yeah but yes I would recommend um, Jim and I think he's a he's a treat
5: to the ears and cool. Yeah,
0: cool. funny but,
5: uh, yeah, I would recommend Bojack Horseman um,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: what's the uh, question
0: no. by the way uh, would you recommend this album
2: yeah. oh, okay
5: yes oh fuck yeah bud I'm um, going to go back right there to my Kingston roots. Uh, listen to the goddamn album. You'll like it. It'll be funny. If you don't laugh, then you're a dick. Okay?
0: If you don't like it, you're tragically hip. I'm sorry. We're doing the King- Kingston stuff.
5: Dude, I will put you in the pen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the problem? Yeah, we're
2: a
0: couple of years deep. <laughs> well,
5: I mean, like, there's like nine of them, so. yeah. <laughs> anyway. you have your pick. <laughs> Except for the women's prison, which is closed. Yes. <laughs>
2: would I recommend it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would. I, I, I feel like, at the very least, you get to hear a different style. At the max, you get to really appreciate the work that he's put into his performance. I mean, like,. The way he's writing it, the way he's performing it, just all of it added up together, it's something that you could definitely take away and be like, you know what? That's pretty talented. Maybe it's not the jokes that I would have told, but the way that he delivered it
4: is fantastic. And Mm -hmm. you could feel good about it when your kids are in the room.
2: Yeah, it's almost (laughs) like you can't lose listening to it. There will be definitely Mm -hmm. something that you learn from it, whether you learn from it, um, actually, even if you're not trying to learn from it, even just listening to it to just laugh. It's pretty funny. It's got his jokes, you know? You can relate to it one way or another. But if you're trying to take something away from it, it definitely has something to teach.
5: And if you're listening to in the car, your wife happens to be in the car, you're not going to end up sleeping on the
2: couch and for the next like,
5: Yeah, why not? It's stuff, like, right? he said yeah. it. He said it, but it's true. Yeah. And <laughs> he said it cleanly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cleanly. Okay. Well, I'm an editor, so I'm going to be as concise as possible on minutes? this. So I'm going to be a Yelp review. Nine out of ten. Good stories. Good jokes. Would laugh again.
2: Oh! Nine
1: out of ten?
3: Whoa. <laughs> I, 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 would. I definitely recommend this to mm-hmm. you. Um... One thing I'd actually also recommend is a sitcom, which is like so funny. It's so subversive. <laughs> I might so look married. at it just
2: because you suggested it. right now. Yeah, it, That's it, it Because
3: list. like you have this image of Jim
2: Gaffigan, and it, what's like, the image that you have?
3: Well, I mean, I don't now because I'm uh, not familiar with his work. It? But You're like going like you know, several years ago after think, the first couple of albums, I'm like, oh, you know, clean cut, yeah. humor, family friendly, funny. But, you know, this is there, you know, but then you you like, you know, listen more deeply to this material or you watch his show where it's like, oh, he's like a really
2: lapsed Catholic.
3: Yeah.
1: He's
2: like, he's like, like, here's my opinion. And and I'm going to mention Alicia because I feel like she kind of said it before. That I mispronounce the name?
5: No, no, you good. Yeah, 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 of
2: course. Okay. Oh, okay. no, no. I'm just, yeah. like, I'm just like, oh. 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 No, because you said, you kind of mentioned that it's a good starting point. And I feel like he- <laughs>
5: I mean, it was, <laughs> for me,
4: it was one of the most, I mean, I... I, I it was like, a, a starting point for me personally, I, No, that's
2: cool. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like even as a suggestion, I think it's a great starting point.
3: Yeah. I mean, this album is... is- it's good jumping on. it's not like you have to like listen to like three albums before right, to get a vibe right. for it yeah. like, there's some comedians who's like okay we'll start with this album mm-hmm. or this yeah. album you won't get this it's like this you is get his this. style this yeah. is yeah. a like good standalone album,
2: album. Yeah. Like, these this albums, is what you're getting each yeah. of his
3: albums and it's each of his specials like, like and his and
2: hotel jokes like, wait jokes they,
0: they, they mm.
3: stand on their own mm-hmm. yeah. each of these so yeah
0: this album stands on its own you don't need to know anything about him Yeah. to actually find it funny yeah
3: and I think the
2: sitcom maybe more family kids oriented like
3: oh, he's God, talking no. about them more no. no I
5: mean
2: like he's <laughs> talking he's not, no no no, no. This is he, not he's perfect. talking he's talking right about now, them Matt's more he's is involving just there's like, more ooh. jokes involved with them right like right now he only mentioned it having four look, kids okay,
3: in, the, in the opening episode the David Tell character who's not David Tell but an amazing comedian in his own right um Ann Goldberg and Michael Ian Black who's playing the gay real estate agent best friend of his wife Jeannie are oh, you watching their kids in the park? <laughs> I, I just wa- re-watched the pilot last night. Gotcha. Um, this wasn't so, part of the homework. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I just did this to, like, just refresh myself. Um, they're standing in a park. The, the real estate agent can't find the kids Ooh. anywhere. There's just too many goddamn children. Too it's many like, kids. Too many kids. Like, they shouldn't breed. This is ridiculous and out mm-hmm. of control. The David Tell character is standing outside the park going... Getting a a cock walks up to him and goes, you Have any children here, sir? And he's like, Oh, god, no. And what do you do? I'm just, what are you doing here? Then I'm just watching these children. <laughs> uh, I think you're gonna need to come with me. And he's like, Oh, no, what is that? He's like, So it's like, <laughs>
1: yeah. that's
3: how it wraps. And, and so it's like, It's like, this show is, it's like,
2: that, that's that's a thing. To, to, that, a thing. Yeah, to clarify, just so I'm not like, uh, misunderstood, what I meant was there would be more material about the kids and family <laughs> well, than you, he had in this episode. Yeah, but and he also
3: does like weird stuff, like an episode where it's addressing his it's addressing his like food addictions where he has like a love affair with a cake a, a red velvet cake and like what's that you know black velvet is playing everyone's
1: in the got a no, face no, like no, don't no, we no, no, uh, like all no. black velvet
5: Oh, oh sorry. I have to be Isabella Rossellini, yeah, no. Blue velvet. Yeah, so like every Bobby time it Vincen.
3: cuts to this, every time it cuts to this cake, black the song, black velvet. Comes <laughs> black velvet. Uh, so it's like it, it was just like <laughs> such a weird uh-huh. Canadian reference for an American Canadian comic, but like, being is no a, a like
4: is he still a fairly no religious man? yes and no i mean he's a
3: laugh catholic like he joked about it with stephen colbert when he was yeah. on there about like how he's not a very good catholic and if he took a catholic test he failed the right. catholic test right so he, but he did open catholic.
4: for the pope
3: and and he so that opened was, for the pope like yeah. that's pretty incredible but that's
4: but, it, but i think that's like
3: such and, power and it, to, to pope francis's I mean like when has a pope ever had a stand up open for
4: them? For sure. But I think that's the coolest thing about <laughs> well, Jim Gaffigan is he is so family friendly yet he does have such a subversive yeah. you know theme throughout and he's, he's he's literally in the homes of a lot of these American people that yeah. can totally relate <laughs> to that
1: yeah. what yeah. he's talking about in yeah. yeah. sort not of a negative did, light. You know, what is suicide? Like
4: and and really, like, yeah. If you're the
5: pope after the Nazi youth pope then you're kind of just going to win regardless.
2: Even the bit that he has Sorry,
1: I'm
0: done. No, no, cool. I, actually, I was just gonna the, say the, the previous the... pope being uh, you know like a what? zombie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. Go
1: ahead.
0: No, I was just gonna say the previous uh, you know um, Nazi uh, Nazi youth pope. Yeah, I just... uh, my, my reference to him is you know um, you know living zombie pr- uh, pope. That's what he looked like.
5: Uh, like zombie. And
2: Sonny. I was just gonna say that he <laughs> does bring in what's going on, so everybody could kind of relate to it. Not just the heavy, not just the uh, I'm super mm-hmm. fit, the gym, but. Even like, what are we doing with all these pictures? Like I thought yeah. that whole bit was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking pictures of everybody. Yeah. Like yeah. This I is take like more pictures computers. of my more kids pictures than his father ever looked, looked at him.
3: Yeah, which is that then is I got, I that's a comp- layer because yeah. like A that's like that's a lot of pictures, but B is like his father didn't love him <laughs> or, pay attention, or pay attention to him or he never got that affection
1: <laughs> oh, wait a second 100%, yeah, I love man.
3: you know what's crazy oh my God, i want to cry now like, like we,
2: we no. kind of go into a deeper thing when we say that because i feel like comedy for a lot of writers is a therapy and oh, fuck, i yeah. feel you know what i mean yep. and i feel like he's totally expressing it there it's like what the fuck like gotta even look at me like you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. i don't know okay I, 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 that stood out for sure yeah,
3: yeah. okay Agreed. so if people want to find you all on social media they'll work we way around again alicia
4: um literally the at sign alicia carrick <laughs>
5: a-l-i-c-i-a-c-a-r-r-i-c-k excellent liz <laughs> uh the at sign L-I Z Z Z, that's three z. L-I-Z-Z-Z-A-R-U-S Lizarus
2: Lizarus Do I really have to say the at sign 2019 guys? Twenty nineteen.
5: <laughs> oh my god right I called myself a dinosaur Come on
2: <laughs> S-B, my initial, Sunny B S-B, the critic at Twitter, so just find me on Twitter You
5: might
2: need do. to spell um, it really? For me, uh, Bravo, yeah. the critic I'm not gonna spell it it's not the way it sounds. Google yeah. it, Is it guys.
5: critic or
0: critique? Critic. Ah, uh,
5: thank
0: you. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, <laughs> Max Supernova, all one word, all lowercase on Instagram. Wait, say it again. Max Supernova.
2: Max Supernova. Oh
1: shit. Dang. Already not. I'm gonna. Oh, well, you. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you,
3: Supernova. everybody, for you know joining us today. And uh... thank you,
2: Matt thank you. Thanks, Thanks man. Thank so Big shout out to Debbie too. Yeah.
0: Thank you,
1: Debbie.